The MK Mental Health Hour with Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support in partnership with Thomas Connolly Estate Agents and MKFM. 7 o'clock on your Sunday evening. Hello, it's Leah with you for another Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour. Tonight, we're talking about eating habits, especially over this period of Halloween and sweets and treats everywhere. We'll do that after Natasha Beddingfield now. The MK Mental Health Hour in partnership with Thomas Connolly Estate Agents. Natasha Beddingfield and these words on MKFM. It's just gone five minutes past seven on your Sunday evening. Hello, it's Leah with you for another Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour. Uh, today, we're going to be talking all about Halloween because, of course, it, it happened uh, during this week. And we're joined, as we are every single week, with John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support. Hello, John. Good evening. Good evening. Good Lovely evening. to have you with us. Thank you. Happy Halloween week. Yes, we're happy in. Halloween week. Yeah. Did you get up to anything exciting on Halloween itself? No, no. I, I, I'm often a person that completely forgets about Halloween. One year I forgot and left it so late there weren't any pumpkins left. Oh no! So I ended up carving a pineapple, oh, which is all I, I like could, which is all I could find. But it was creative. good because it has its own hair, which is wonderful. Yes, very very clever. Uh, so we're going to be talking all about Halloween. We're actually talking about eating habits this evening. Uh, we have Crispina, who's going to be joining us later on, a weight management practitioner, um, and uh, and and some great uh, kind of other guests going to be joining us a little bit later on to give their perspective. But before we get into that, John, uh, what have you guys been up to at Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support? Yeah, well, we've been running our one-to-one service so we've been getting some referrals in and some um for every adult we support we're able to support a child for free so we've been working um with a lot of adults which is great so anyone out there that wants a little bit of extra support come and speak to us go over to our website and um we've also been working on growing quite a bit so we've been interviewing people to go in and train children in the methods that we teach them um and different businesses so we've um yeah, it's been quite a heavy week it's of interviews. Been busy. And yeah, yeah. So it's but been all going busy in the week. right direction, which is fantastic. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Brilliant. Really good. Um, so this evening we're talking about Halloween um, and and eating habits because I suppose this is kind of the perfect excuse, I suppose, for the perfect time to start creating bad habits with food when yeah. there's so many sweets and chocolate around. It can be quite challenging. Yeah. Well, when Crispina and I were talking about the show, it was it's quite clear, and we don't necessarily think about it in this kind of time scale but halloween kicks everything off and then you've got thanksgiving people who celebrate that christmas and then we're right back to easter Mm. so it's a perfect time to kick off those really bad habits obviously that has a massive effect on our mood our mental health um so today we wanted to have a look at how to control those habits see if we are dipping into them a little bit and i know i have and i regularly do so um this is going to be a really helpful show for me personally and but me also, <laughs> also because i think it's one of those things that a lot of people have and i suppose crispina will be able to shed a bit of light on this depending on what mood you're in or what you're kind of going through in life people can turn to food or not turn to food yeah. um in different kind of ways yeah yeah well it, it's a sure thing that's going to make you feel better at the time mm. obviously it has a longer term um rubbish impact in some cases yeah uh, in, in way of guilt and all of that sort of stuff. But then it has a knock-on impact to our self-esteem, our body image. So we're going to be talking about not necessarily just weight management, but also social pressures, body image. And that's why we have some fantastic young people with us to talk about their perspective on it. Um, and also Crispina, who's an expert in these things, to see if we can help some people throughout the show. Brilliant. Well, we're going to be speaking to Crispina after Jennifer Hudson now. This is Spotlight on MKFM. 
I still love that song from Jennifer Hudson. It's Spotlight on MKFM. Good evening. It's Leah with you for another Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour tonight. It's a bit of a Halloween show special. We're talking all about eating habits. And we're joined by John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support. And also Chris Beaner, who is a weight management practitioner. So how did you guys meet, John? Yeah, so I was actually, we work with um, a lady called Anita Devi, and she runs Team ADL, which is a, a group of practitioners who help children in schools uh, who have special educational needs and curriculum around that and all of that sort of stuff. So they're really good. And she introduced me to, to Crispina and we got talking and um, her not just her story, but how she got into what she's doing now, but what she's doing now with young people, uh, especially within weight management and obesity. It's really good. So I thought it was really great to, to have her on. Brilliant. Well, welcome to the show, Crispina. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. So you are a weight management practitioner. Um, how did you get into that role? <laughs> it's, a, it's a long story. <laughs> um, but what it was, um, I started as an accountant. So this is not what I did in university. And it wasn't even in the radar when I was uh, younger. But I spent 15 years as an accountant and every single morning of those 15 years was an absolute nightmare. Oh, no. I did not like it one bit. And after I had my second daughter, I thought, you know, this is not happening. I'm not, I didn't watch my first uh, daughter grow up because I had to be at work. Um, and the same thing was repeating itself again. And I thought, what do I really want to do? Mm. And I've always loved sports. I wasn't, an, I wasn't able to be involved in anything sporty because uh as an african i think the africans will understand you do what your parents tell you right and what my dad wanted me to do was accounting and after i realized i'm actually a grown-up now i've had my children i can do what i like yeah. so i retrained as a, a fitness trainer um Long story short, I ended up in Ghana uh, looking after a gym as a club manager. And whilst I was out there, I was asked to do some consulting for a school. And I realized that actually what I really enjoy doing is working with children and sports and, you know, just making sure they get the best in life when it comes to activity levels. So came back a year and a half later to the UK and just pursued that. Uh, retrained as a PE teacher. I did uh, athletics coaching and then went into weight management practitioner work. And now it's just a matter of putting those things together and just giving people advice on how to eat right, how to get their children out and about, how to get families involved in all the activities that they can get children to do. and just generally keeping people healthy that way. So a real transformation from accountancy to, to weight management, yeah. a, a huge transformation. But I suppose you must get a lot of fulfillment out of your role. Um, and yeah. and I, I suppose this time of year um, with Halloween, as we've said, it was on Thursday this week. Um, and people can get into a few bad habits, can't they? There's a lot of temptation around, a lot of sweets, a lot of chocolates. Yeah. Um, and, and bad habits can kind of creep in, can't they? They can. And... The thing about this is that what we tend not to realize is that once you start a bad habit, it's really hard, any habit really, it's hard to change that. And it's about knowing that you started a habit and what to do about it. Um, it's not, a, you know, once you started it, oh no, that's the end of everything. You yeah. can actually make changes. But the first things first, realize that you've made a a change in your life and how to change that back is what we need to understand yeah okay well we're going to explore that a little bit further after we hear from sean paul she doesn't mind place for you next 
The MK Mental Health Hour with Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support. Sean Paul, she doesn't mind on MKFM. This is the Milda Keynes Mental Health Hour for your Sunday evening. Hello, it's Leah with you. And we're joined by John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support here in Milton Keynes and Crispina, uh, who is a weight management practitioner. We're talking all about Halloween and the various kind of eating habits that can arise at this time of year. Um, John, we've been talking about, you know, the huge temptations when you go. I mean, I suppose there might be a lot of people who have had Halloween parties over the last couple of weeks. And you're now probably surrounded by the remainings of all the chocolates and sweets. And you're thinking, well, I don't want to waste it. But actually, <laughs> you can get into really bad habits this time of year. You can, yeah. And, and especially as it gets into winter, you can kind of notice that with Halloween and all of the other things that are coming up, food changes. And we're after those stodgy things that make us feel better of an evening. And we did the Changing Seasons show to um, discuss those changes that you might experience. Mm. And we tend to change like our food and that's because it's easy it's really easy to go you know people will bring you food you don't necessarily just call and get a salad delivered no it's always something that's a little bit bit more indulgent yeah Yeah, a little bit um it's just gonna make you feel better and especially if we are after the weather's changed or if we're a little bit down anyway or if we have issues with it with controlling our anxiety um we we search out for ways subconsciously to get that endorphin release so and is that what it's about is it about those endorphins that our body is kind of craving yeah and, and it, you know we are we don't necessarily think i'm going to release x amount of endorphins mm. today but we tend to gear towards wanting that as humans and eventually because it is very difficult to find them sometimes or because it you know, I don't want to mention any particular fast food chains, but they, they make it very easy for us. We don't have to get out of our cars. Mm-hmm. We don't have, you know, we can just order them in. So um, so it's very, very accessible for us to get endorphin releases that way. So we tend to then turn to those options. And especially if we do want um, our mood to lift or we've had a rubbish day, we'll turn to those things as a, you know, an easy fix. And I suppose crispy, it's it's one of these things that we're not saying when you're in a bad mood that you have to go and order a salad. You know, yeah. you can kind of indulge yourself sometimes and give yourself a bit of self-love. And if you think something might make you a little bit happier, but it's important to kind of recognize when those bad habits are creeping in and they become a little bit more than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, 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 with the change in weather and also the fact that you are indoors a lot more, we tend to look again as john mentioned we tend to look for things that will give us that boost and food is it is you know food is love it just Mm. you have the um ability to lift your mood in a second but that same ability to lift your mood can also dampen the mood because if you've gone through a whole bag of crisps a bar of chocolate that's my thing i'm a crisp (laughs) queen i have to confess (laughs) and then later on as we are all body conscious, we will climb onto the weighing scale and realize we've put on weight. Mm. What does that, it, you know, it just starts spiraling because mm. then you think I need a mood lift again and then you start eating again. And a lot of the eating is done in the evening. If you ask most people where, um, you know, this happens, it's in the evening. What we have to identify is, am I hungry or am I just craving this stuff? And recognize that, you know, I'm craving it and then put things in place that you know you don't have to uh, eat it if you if you're craving it. So, for example, my Achilles heel 
anybody who knows me, it's bread. I will devour a trailer load of bread if I have to. <laughs> but my mechanism, and I had to realize this because I don't have any other controls to do this. I have to freeze it immediately. Right. I was saying to John when I spoke to him earlier that I have uh, half a freezer full of bread and I'm still buying bread. I put my hands up. I don't know how to do it. If but anybody out all, there knows. We've all got one of those though, haven't we? We've all got that Achilles heel that we might yeah. turn to. For some people, it might be chocolate. For others, it might be pizza. Yeah. John, you're a bit partial to a yum yum or two. Uh, pizza and cake. Pizza is and like, cake. Yeah, and my we've, two we've all got them. But actually yeah. what you're saying is you can put things in place yes. and strategies to kind of stop you from taking it too far. It, yeah. And it's acknowledging when you're hungry or when it's just a craving. Yeah. And we, we briefly spoke during Sean Paul that, um, you know, sometimes it's about making sure that you're conscious of when you're eating that actually you're filling up yes. um, and it's not necessarily sitting in front of the telly and just devouring a whole plate of food or <laughs> yeah. getting your hand to the bottom of the bag of crisps and thinking where have they all gone yeah. it's just about being a bit more conscious about yeah, it yeah so if you want to have crisps you don't have to um, get the bag so you get a portion a bowl that you can put in the crisps and then you sit in front of the TV and when that bowl is finished that's it that's, that's your it. portion done you know or just don't buy it right okay <laughs> yeah. and I suppose everybody is an individual with this yeah. and you just have to monitor and, and look after your body in, in your own way yeah um, you've brought some some incredible young people with you yes. um, we're going to be hearing about um, kind of the, the different pressures that they feel um, we've got some shocking statistics that we're going to be sharing with you after Will Smith announces getting jiggy with it on MKFM we are loving that here in the studio this evening Will Smith and getting jiggy with it on MKFM this is the Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour with Leah we're joined uh, in the studio as we are every week with John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support, Crispina, who is a weight management practitioner who's been sharing some really good tips and advice this evening on eating habits. Um, and we're also now joined by Esther and Torsten. Um, so, John, we're going to speak to these young people in just a moment and get their perspective yeah, yeah. on Halloween and, and the kind of various social pressures that comes with that. But you do have some really surprising statistics for us this evening. Yeah, so the, um, the, the Mental Health Foundation and there's also a, a journal for early adolescents did a couple of studies around adults so mental health foundation did a study on adults around how people feel about their body image um 20 percent of adults felt shame gosh 34 felt down purely because of their body image um and 19 percent felt disgusted which oh, is no. is the word that they've used which is quite a shocking word it really is. and then in relation to the adolescence it was a study purely on um teenage girls and it's quite sad um, to read it, but 70% of the, the teenage girls that they studied uh, had either gone on a crash diet or starved themselves in order to improve how they felt about themselves, body image-wise. 33% um, had overeaten at some point to improve their mood at a particular time. And then they did a study asking if they would kind of change their body to, in order for them to feel better and a hundred percent of girls said that they would just change their body gosh that's absolutely shocking yeah isn't it's it? quite sad yeah. very very sad um well esther you you were kind of nodding along there you're, you're a teenage girl yourself um yeah. does that kind of resonate with you does that does that sound like something that you've experienced with yourself and your friendship group yeah a hundred percent understand because for example um when you're on social media you look at um, all these influencers or all these YouTubers, you see um, the body they're portraying, the 
well, I guess likes that they're getting on yeah. social media and it kind of influences you to want to change your body. So obviously the first thing you want to do when you want to change, improve your body is you go to the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> you look at what there is. Um, it kind of forces you to change your diet, I guess. But for someone like me, I'm naturally really slim. So if anything would make me want to gain weight rather than lose weight. Right. But yeah. you're still very aware about your weight and the kind yeah. of pressures that come with that and, and influenced with that. Um, well, this time of year, I suppose we've had Halloween this this week um, and you, you personally don't celebrate Halloween. Yeah, I don't celebrate Halloween. But you have a lot of friends that do. Yeah. And have you noticed a bit of a pressure for, for your friends to kind of dress up in a certain way and yeah, look a 100%. certain way? So when it's yeah halloween which is around now and it's also not just the day of halloween it's around october november Mm. you kind of see um like celebrities like kylie jenner for example you see the way that they're dressed you kind of feel forced to dress up as well um look for appropriate outfits um even make sure that your body looks nice in it Mm. like your makeup your hair it kind of makes you feel really conscious of yourself. I mean, I'm not old, I'm 28, but I, I, and, and I think that when, when I look back at when I was younger, um, I felt like there was pressure, but there wasn't a huge amount. I mean, I had plastic witch's fingers that we'd put on and we would really make ourselves look hideous. I mean, really terrible. <laughs> Whereas now it's like a totally different ball game. People are trying to make themselves look you know, a certain way um, to kind of fit in with various influences. I'd be interested uh, now to hear from Torsten, um, who is uh, a teenage boy, and your kind of perspective on it. Do you feel the same way? Is it the same for for your mates? Um, No, definitely not the same to the extent of Esther, but I do agree. I can see some of the things. So the girls in our school, you can tell they feel pressured and things like that to do with body image and dressing up. And yeah, it's just not great to be honest. Supported by those stats, you can see that it's just not great. And the support services that um, it's provided are get definitely improving. Mm. With, with the from a guy's perspective, because I growing up, you know, you have to start weights at sixteen, and you've got to start looking like a fitness model, which is like a combination of having big muscles but also really low body fat and all yeah. of that sort of stuff have you seen that in your friends and 100 percent. have you I, most of my friends go to gym and i i don't go to gym but i do swimming and athletics which i i do feel i feel not pressured but well you could say pressured everyone all of my friends in my friendship group we all go to the gym because we all want to get bigger muscles if you could say that um, I guess, yeah, ultimately with the goal to look better, I guess. So yeah. I guess we do suffer from the same pressures to fit into the body image bracket kind of thing. And but it's the comparison then of people that you might see online, celebrities, yeah. influencers yeah, and things like that. Definitely. Do, you, do you find that a lot of your friends watch like the people that they follow on YouTube or Instagram or anything like that? have you kind of noticed that the majority of them are fitness related pages or anything like that? Can you kind of... It's, yeah, I think some are probably fitness pages, but also just generally the people you'll watch on YouTube, they're generally the type of people who would go to the gym and kind of promote the kind of lad culture, if right, you know okay, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of gym related and things like that, which 
It's the lads, lads, lads kind of yeah. culture, that yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's um, you both that seem very healthy, and it's I suppose it's good. To be, it is good to be conscious about wanting to be fit and eating healthily and things like that. Um, we're going to do a bit of a, a roundup of our top tips from this evening. If you've been able to relate to anything that we've spoken about this evening, after Warren G and Regulate, which plays for you right after this. The MK Mental Health Hour with Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support. Warren G and Regulate on the Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour this evening, joined by John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support and Chris Spina, uh, who is a weight management practitioner. We're going to do a bit of a roundup now of some top tips. So if you've missed the first part of this hour, uh, a reminder, we will be podcasting it over on our website, mkfm.com. Uh, but a quick roundup now um, of some tips. And we've just heard some really eloquent, inspirational yeah, um, really young people, um, <laughs> Esther and Torsten. And actually we said to them, what was their top tip and, and yeah. how do they, kind of keep themselves on track and not kind of get drawn in by social pressure um, and one of them um, was a social media cleanse yeah social cleanse so um, it was kind of like a combination of of both Esther and, and Torsten so Esther recommended a, a social cleanse where it was a period of time that she just completely deactivates those apps um, and I think this is not this is something not just for young people. This is something for all oh, of yeah, us that we yeah. can all benefit from. Well, I, I know people yeah. who have done it, and and they've had a month off or so, and it's just been that the change in them is incredible. Um, and then what what Torsten's also said is that he goes to um, a school where there's quite a lot of academic pressure, so a lot of people don't necessarily focus on social media because they have those other areas in which to focus on. So having a social cleanse is something where you don't necessarily need to just sit there and stare at your phone thinking I definitely need to reactivate and look at that app but focus your time on other things that are going to be productive so whether it's looking at a club whether it's looking at getting into athletics like Torsten or looking at uh, how you're doing academically and focusing on that for a period of time you can channel it elsewhere which will when you come back to it hopefully help you to look at these apps in a slightly different way and, and actually recognise how much time we all spend yeah, just yeah. inanely scrolling on, yeah. on social media and we're, we're all guilty of it so some really great tips there uh, from Esther and Torsten Crispina what other top tips have you got for us? So we're looking at um, your craving and how you're going to curb that crave because we are at a point where we if you start for example one night I need a half a glass of wine and then two weeks later you're on a full glass of wine you started something there and just being real with yourself because um, you've got to understand you everybody's different I can't say to you um, Sarah has stopped eating Chris and this is what she did it it might not work for you different for everyone yeah different for everyone so what you have to do is if your uh, uh, craving is crisps buy an individual packet. I know that the supermarkets will try their best to give you multi-packs, give you three for one, give you all sorts of deals. The family pack, which exactly. looks like it's better yeah. value. And it, it is, it is. Wallet-wise, it is. But what you said at the break was... Um, Health is the new wealth. That's right. And actually, it's, <laughs> it's important to, even though it might be saving you a little bit of money, your health is, is paramount. And actually having an individual pack of crisps is, is a great way of curbing that crave, like yeah. you said. Yeah, because once you've had the pack, that's it. That's there it. isn't a family pack to, to devour because yeah. trust me, you will. If it's in the house, it's that thing where something is in your sight, mm-hmm. you have to have it. If it's not in your sight, you won't have it. So yeah. be honest with yourself. 
Curb the Crave, I think is what we said as well, which yeah. is another little nice little tag. Nice little. Yeah. So yeah. be honest with yourself, Curb the Crave by looking at your own individual strategies, like with, with yours, Chris Boona, putting the bread in the freezer so it's away, yeah. buying individual things, and yeah, just being honest that you can see yourself ramping up those habits. Brilliant. Well, we've got so many more of these top tips uh, from the experts at Arthur Ellis. We're going to tell you how you can get your hands on those tips after Destiny's Child. It's Survivor now on MKFM. Very appropriate song for the Milton Keynes Mental Health Hour. That Destiny's Child and Survivor on MKFM. So this evening we've been talking all about eating habits uh, and in relation to Halloween, which of course has been this week. Uh, we've been joined in the studio by John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support and Chris Spina, who is a weight management practitioner um so john if people can relate to a lot of this uh, this evening we've got so many top tips uh, one of them being that we need to be a bit realistic yeah we, we've got to understand and for our young people our children and also as ourselves as adults we we need to understand that influencers and people on social media that's their job it's their job to look like that and yeah. they will do anything that they need to whether it's you know <laughs> enhancers or anything whether it's digital enhancers or physical enhancers to help them look that way in order to get more followers get more likes that's their job they don't have a nine to five that they need to fit the gym around or anything like that yeah. so we need to understand that that's their purpose and and we as mere mortals uh, we <laughs> we have jobs and family and everything like that to try to juggle so it's unrealistic for us to look like that unless we want to go down that full-time route of looking a certain way so important to address that and not be so hard on ourselves I exactly suppose, yeah, and just, yeah you know we do the best that we can and look after ourselves in the best way possible but actually be re realistic that when yeah. you're scrolling through social media this is somebody's full-time job and they'll have only put their best photograph forward exactly uh, yeah. that they want people to kind of give them a life yeah and, and if we if we think that there are some people that we follow like that unfollow them yes stop looking at their stuff because mm. it's not going to help you you just need mm. to follow people that are you know real. positive and real and something that will kind of brighten your life yep. yeah absolutely so we've got so many of these top tips haven't we john in your expert guide yeah so our friends over at uh, cambridge university uh, georgia one of the students there is, is researching for us so we've popped together a, a really helpful guide with all of these different tips as well as some more which can be downloaded for free on our website so that's arthur ellis mhs stands for mental health support.com so arthur smhs.com and also you can find out details about the other services that we do including our one-to-one -one service in milton Keynes. so that is for adults and young people so if you find it slightly difficult to access or, or trying difficult to um, get started with these sort of things then you can just refer to us and we can see you within two days Brilliant. Okay. And that expert guide will be available on your website from tomorrow morning. Uh, Chris Bina, if people are listening to this and can definitely relate and they want to do something, um, there is something that the council provides as well, isn't there? There is. Um, they have a council commissioned weight management service called More Life. If you search the website um, and just say More Life, uh, Milton Keynes or Bedford, they work in both Bedford and Milton Keynes. Or if you don't find it, just call the council and they can definitely put you in the right direction and that's for adults and children as well isn't it is it? yes brilliant well it's been so insightful thank you so much john from arthritis mental health support chris beaner uh, who's a weight management practitioner and torsten and esther for joining us a little bit earlier as well a reminder if you missed any of this interview it will be available as a podcast over on our website mkfm.com
The MK Mental Health Hour, in partnership with Thomas Connolly Estate Agents.